Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to midday super talk mississippi in the element well studios i'm your host gerard gibbard along with a rhino on this gorgeous hump day yes it is we will be guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music this is the old chamber of commerce weather is it not rhino yeah you you really want this in the brochure (laughs) It is uh, gorgeous out there, folks. Good morning to you. Hopefully you are off to a great uh, Wednesday. A lot of stuff going on. we got a, a, a great lineup for you today. Michael Cassidy, candidate for Mississippi's 3rd Congressional District, will be on the program at 1020. He'll discuss his campaign and run for Congress. And then at 1205, Brad White. Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Transportation, MDOT, as it is known. He'll give us an update from MDOT, talk about the uh, 2022 legislative session now that that is in the books, and just get an overall update uh, from Brad. Look forward to that. Twitter. Man, that is the talk of the town, is it not? And it's it's Seems comical. to have everybody in a tizzy over one reason or another. Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a look at our culture to a great extent. It is kind of a bird's eye look at it because uh, folks are going crazy, and uh, it's I don't know for to me for uh, over a lot of nothing. I mean, it's the end of democracy and all that stuff. Think of all the good he could have done with that forty-four billion. He could have ended homelessness and fed the hungry oh, and geez. ended the war on drugs and this and that and the. It's forty-four billion dollars. I know. How much did the government spend last year, and they didn't end anything? <laughs> so this leaving Twitter, the term, the phrase, it's trending on the website. And across the web in general, Twitter users, a number of them, celebrities and others, said they would leave the platform since Elon Musk is in charge. (laughs) Uh, We talked yesterday about Charles Blow, a left-wing New York Times opinion writer. Who is Jamila Jamil? Who's that that's making a big deal out of leaving? Some sort of celebrity. 
I'm not familiar, but that doesn't mean anything. I've, I've hit that point in my life where I look at lists of celebrities or flip the channel over to an award ceremony, and I go, who? <laughs> who is a, that? She's an actress. Why are they important? I, who I'm gives with a rip? you. I'm with you. Uh, she said, one good thing about Elon buying Twitter is that I will finally leave and stop being a complete menace to society on here. So it's win-win for you all, really, she wrote. And then she followed up with a post that claimed it was, quote, my last tweet, and then included pictures of the actress and her dog. Amy Siskind, Siskind is a left-wing, it may be Siskind, I'm not sure, spelled S-I-S-K-I-N-D. Could go either way. I think it's Siskind. Okay. Left-wing activist and author is how Miss Siskind describes herself. Oh, I hope I didn't offend her by saying Miss. I don't know. It may be a male identifying as a female. It's so damn confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see, that's why we need to have the pronouns in our bio. That's exactly bio. right. You're pre- correct. You catch on quick. <laughs> You're all over this pronoun movement, aren't you? <laughs> so she told her 550,000 followers that she is considering leaving the social media site in a series of post tweets, actually. Siskin claimed that, quote, Whatever content I provide here goes directly towards enriching one man who I think is absolutely awful. (laughs) Wasn't one of the top ten owners of Twitter before Musk bought it a Saudi prince? Yes. Try to stand in the way. I wonder what they think about the Saudi prince. Yeah, good point. Uh, That culture... How did that Saudi prince make all that money? Uh, exactly. I guarantee you it wasn't creating PayPal. <laughs> That's correct. So, The View host Sonny Hostin. We may have some video from her. From her. She, had, uh, she had a reaction that I thought was sort of interesting, if we can get that thing up to play, but it's not surprising how the left thinks about this stuff. They simply cannot help themselves in that everything is about climate change, gender, or race. That frames every discussion, every issue. Sonny Hostin, we'll wait for Rhino to see if we can get the technology to work there. But her, her reaction was really interesting. And in fact, on Twitter, it is predominantly straight white men. So when Elon Musk says, wow, this is about free speech, it seems to me that it's about free speech of straight white men. And so let them have it. Let them just go at it. I enjoy the block button on Twitter. Um, I think it has a real outsized influence in, in, in our world because politicians and celebrities are on it. Straight white man. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> Block button's been there a lot longer than Elon Musk has ever considered buying it. Yes. Is it 
Is it just comical, though? Well, the straight white. They do it with such seriousness. That's what just drives me crazy. It makes me laugh, honestly. Because you're serious? Straight white men. Let those straight white men have it. (laughs) A couple generations ago, these same people would have been standing on a street corner with a sandwich sign being shunned by everyone. (laughs) Because their ideas are that insane. Uh, the, the New York Times, Greg Benzinger, is, an, is an, a member of the editorial board, an opinion writer as well, for the Times. He says, and I quote, I'm quoting from the article, Twitter has never been a place for rational, nuanced speech. expected to get much, much worse. And they're making all this noise about, oh my gosh, now that Elon is in charge, certain candidates for office might be blocked. (laughs) You can't make it up. Certain politicians might not be able to express their views. People might not be able to actually talk about the real issues that need to be considered by voters. You know, I'm like, just still hung up on somebody expecting nuance from 140, or excuse me, 280 characters. They've doubled the limit. That's right. Nuance. Uh, so <laughs> this guy that wrote for the Times says, the decision by the board of Twitter on Monday to accept the takeover bid from Elon Musk means the company thinks the social media platform would be best served by the ownership of a man who uses the platform to slime his critics. <laughs> I got slimed. Uh, Ghostbusters, wasn't that it? I got He slimed me. <laughs> Body shame, people. You know who he's talking about there? Fauci. He's been out of shape. I looked into this because some people described him as being short, called attention to his lack of height, body shape. Oh, goodness. That reminds me of the Twitter mob getting angry about Randy Newman and his song Short People. That's right. They got incensed. These are also the same people that lost their minds when they rediscovered Steve Martin's King Tut. (laughs) I forgot about short people. He also wrote, I love L.A., remember? (laughs) And the thing is, how can he do that? These are the minds of children. They should be about the right age to enjoy Toy Story, who also features a Randy Newman song. That's true. Uh, So also this uh, New York Times writer, uh, Mr. Bensinger, on the editorial board, not only did is he mad because Elon body shamed people, he defied securities laws and relentlessly hawks cryptocurrencies. <laughs> oh gosh, it, it's just it's hilarious watching this reaction. They're so afraid of free speech. Imagine that! All oh, the horror, free speech. It's, it's true. Time for a break here in the Element Well Studios on Middays. We're just getting started. Michael Cassidy, candidate for Mississippi's Congressional District, up next. Stay with us. Get over it! 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Motors. At Mississippi Aquarium, there are new discoveries around every corner. From friendly staff to awe-inspiring experiences. Dive deep into the aquatic wonders as you discover life above and below the ocean surface. Immerse yourself in wonderment and ignite your curiosity through the beauty of our ever-changing wildlife. So join us on the adventure into the brown, blue, and beyond at Mississippi Aquarium. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. 
We're holed up here in the studio, but it's gorgeous out there. And what day is it, Rhino? Hump day. Thank you. Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress to represent Mississippi's Congressional District 3, is now our guest in the Element Well Studios. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for coming on. Words are right. Thanks for having me on. All right. Tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what uh, prompted you to throw your hat in the ring and run for public office uh, to be a member of Congress. Well, of course. My name is Michael Cassidy, and uh, I'm a America First candidate for Congress in the Mississippi 3rd District, so 3rd District going out all the way out to Meridian and Starkville. My background, if you haven't figured out already by listening to me, it's not originally from Mississippi. I'm from Virginia originally, hmm. and that's, okay. where, that's where I was in, in high school when the uh, the attacks of September 11th happened. And I my way to school every day it would go by the Pentagon. I'd see the, the black and outer shell of the Pentagon every day, hmm. and that's what motivated me to join the military, which is where I ended up for about 12 years of active duty with the U.S. Navy. And I ended up flying F-18s, got lucky enough, fortunate enough to earn a spot uh, doing that. So uh, taking off and landing off aircraft carriers, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then the Navy, they decided to send me to Meridian in 2016 to be an instructor pilot. Hmm. And so I did that for a few years, and I left active duty. I still fly in the reserves and as a civilian test pilot up on the, uh, the Naval Air Station. And I got into politics. I decided to run just because, like so many other people, I've seen all the bad things that have been going on in our country, and I wanted to do something about it. I, the country that we got now, our founders wouldn't recognize it. The country we got now... Our grandparents wouldn't recognize it. And I'm scared to think about what it's going to be like 5, 10, 25 years down the road if nobody does anything about it. And I'm not seeing people do too much about it. So that's why I decided to get in. I see. All right. So um, you decided to go straight to Congress. Didn't, did you give any thoughts to any, any other office? Or did you feel like that uh, you're best suited for uh, to be a member of Congress, in particular in the House of Representatives? Well, I thought about doing uh, starting off on a, a more of a local level for sure. Yeah. Um, but I looked at our current representation in the third district, Michael Guest, mm-hmm. and I saw back last May that he voted for the January sixth commission. That he was one of only thirty five Republicans to vote for the January sixth commission. I thought. Mississippi 3rd's a conservative district, very conservative district, one of maybe the 60 or 70 most conservative in the nation. And we got somebody representing us who's going to vote, who's going to have uh, a vote to call people who are up there domestic terrorists, who's going to be voting with Benny Thompson and Nancy Pelosi on this. And that made me realize that we needed somebody new in D.C., and that needed to happen ASAP, and so that opportunity presented itself by uh, by that vote for sure for Mister Guest, and then there are a few other things that uh, we may be getting to later on. Okay, so is it fair to say then that that vote was kind of the inflection point? At that point, you said to yourself, "I got to jump in the race." That was a that was definitely a moment on the road. There was no, it wasn't like a Paul on the road to Damascus okay. moment where the heavens opened up and set, and I realized hmm. I will run for Congress. It was I nothing like that. I mean, I've been looking over the years at just the at politics in general in terms of being being frustrated but just talking with friends and family about about things and not really looking at doing anything because i was active duty for so long you don't really do anything with politics when you're on active duty other than voting 
but then the getting off active duty uh, at the beginning of last year and then seeing the all the uh, the bad things that happened in the 2020 elections and then i see our again current representation somebody who's voted to fund planned parenthood multiple times that's not something he talks about very much but again it's somebody who's not that conservative representing a very conservative district and we need to have people that are like matt gates marjorie taylor green people are going to fight the establishment just like donald trump did that's one of the big things that republicans loved about donald trump is that he fought yeah. And that's the kind of person that I want to be when I go to Congress. Okay. So uh, are there any other votes? Uh, you talked about the January 6th, and then you talk about the funding uh, of Planned Parenthood. Uh, of course, most of their funding comes from Medicaid, mm-hmm. and uh, but the money's fungible. I think that's pretty clear. Um, and there, there are some discretionary funding that also goes to uh, Planned Parenthood as well, and that usually goes to the budget uh, resolution process, a concurrent resolution process that is kind of a broken process, honestly. But it's the only way that we fund the discretionary aspect of government. When these when these budget resolutions come up, um, it you know the alternative, unfortunately, is to vote against those, vote them down, which ultimately results in shutting down the government. Would you do that? Would you vote against these uh, these budget reconciliation bills? Absolutely. That yeah. there there's several people in Congress, like Tom Massey, for instance. They they vote against these things because they lead to what where we are right now, which is thirty trillion dollars in debt, and it ain't getting any lower. Yeah. And it's because people just they they see they get scared by the leadership twist their arms. They get scared by. The, the media saying that they're going to do all these horrible things if we uh, if if we can't get this resolution passed, and it they just keep on getting passed and they keep on getting more money out into the system, which is leading, which is definitely contributing to inflation, office excess spending. This some of these votes that that are that uh, line up with the votes to plan uh, to fund Planned Parenthood. Those are the votes that are part of what's given uh, Michael Guest a 67% rating from one of the leading fiscal conservative groups called the Club for Growth, 67%, because he votes. He's happy. He's fine to vote for some of these big bills. Now, he don't vote for all of them. That's why it ain't a 0% mm-hmm. uh, rating, but uh, he is willing to go along with the crowd in D.C., to go along with the swamp in D.C., and we need somebody who's not going to go along with the swamp in D.C. I see. So uh, besides those areas, or is there anything else where you consider yourself to be different from the, the sitting congressman that you wanted to highlight? Absolutely. So he, one of the first bills that he co-sponsored, it may have been the first one, was a bill to basically give unlimited student, correction, uh, visas, just unlimited uh, worker visas to uh, various categories of workers coming in this country. And for immigration, one of the, the things that Mr. Guest talks about on his website that he talks about a lot is how we need to secure the border. And that's, you know, that's a layup for Republicans, securing the border, building the wall. Everybody should be in favor of that. But the visas are one of the biggest issues beyond just funding the wall because half of illegal immigration comes from visa overstays. And so when somebody like Mr. Guest is voting, co-sponsoring the bill to bring in more people, more visas, and then, as you can imagine, the government not doing a good job keeping track of everybody who's in the country. They overstay 
they end up contributing to that illegal immigrate immigration problem in the country, which is also part of what now we have more people. It's leading to more demand for housing. It's leading to lower wages for people because there's a bigger labor pool. And all of those things are not America first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know that uh, the congressman, I believe, was just uh, at the border and reported from that. Did you happen to see that report, and do you have any re- reaction to that? Well, I don't need to go to the Gulf of Mexico to know that the water's wet and that him going to the border, it's its a photo op. Everybody, everybody who's been paying attention to the border crisis knows that it's a problem and that we need to finish the wall. We need to supplement the actual Border Patrol with more personnel in order to help them catch the people that do make it through. And then we need to strengthen laws such as uh, mandatory E-Verify, which is something Mr. Guest does not do. Um, he has not been in support of. That's something that I would be in support of. But just going to uh, the wall or going to the border, it you know it, it really is just a photo op. It's not really doing anything. He's not. It's not as if he's really learning anything new. It's just so he can say I'm I'm part of the uh, I'm trying to secure the border. Okay. So with the let's say we got the midterms coming up and if the Republicans succeed in flipping the house, maybe even flipping the Senate, but you still got a, a Democrat president in charge, what do you think you could get through that the president would sign off on? That's a, a very good question. That's going to be it's going to be up to how strong of leadership we've got in the House of Representatives at that point, including the Senate too. So I'm not going to lie and say it ain't going to be an uphill fight. But it's a fight that we have to have in order to attach some of these resol- some of the, uh, the legislation, such as finishing the wall and making sure that we've got specific uh, funding for that wall, making sure that we've got uh, that we take care of the political prisoners that are up in uh, D.C. from January 6th. Something else that Michael Guess, he is a lawyer. He ain't said nothing about the due process being violated mm-hmm. by these people. And that's something that we can with the power of the purse that we can have influence on. So. Whether or not we can truly uh, we can get things passed, that's going to be up to Republicans, and we have to have the right Republicans, and that's why I'm running. I got you. All right, Michael. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and good luck on the campaign. Thank you. You bet. Michael Cassidy, he is a candidate for Mississippi's Congressional District 3. We'll take a break right here on Middays. we got more to talk about. we got tickets to give away, too. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear and chilly, low around 47. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 82. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And finally, Friday, mostly sunny, high near 86. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The CEOs of several meatpacking companies will face questions from lawmakers today at a House hearing where soaring food prices will be center stage. Andy Berry with the Mississippi Beef Council says inflation is only partly to blame. There's a, there's a consolidated uh, meatpacking sector industry in our, in our country here. There's four big companies that control about 85% of the beef. And that's in how they supply it, and that's in how they sell it to, to the consumers. Berry says Biden administration policies aren't helping. Back during the campaign, Vice President Kamala Harris all but talked about a war on red meat, uh, wanting to to do away with red meat in our diets, to do away with our industry. Uh, They point to us as not being sustainable, not being climate friendly, uh, which is completely opposite of, of the actual fact. Overall, meat and fish prices have risen nearly 14% on an annual basis since last year, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 
People today could spend half their lives over 50. So it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists. So your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, okay, now you have a good one. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take you. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Jamaica, I'm the Florida Keys. That, of course, the Beach Boys from the movie Cocktail, right? Wasn't that the name of it? I think it was in that one, yeah. Yeah. Makes you want to go down... To the Florida Keys, of course. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, there was also a crossover with the Muppets at one point. Didn't know I have that. a memory of it's coming from somewhere of the Muppets on the beach with the Beach Boys doing a music video for Kokomo. Okay. I didn't know that. Don't know where the memory came <laughs> from, but it's in, the, in there rattling around for some reason. Okay. Well, uh, you know... This conversation about Planned Parenthood, I want to touch on that for a minute. This this is something that is um, a little bit complicated, and I don't know if it's widely understood. I actually wrote an op-ed on this that was published. I want to say it was published in the Clarion Ledger. It's it's been six, seven years, and I I don't think it's there anymore. I I searched for it. but So Planned Parenthood has three major sources of funding. Medicaid, a lot of people don't realize that, Medicaid. Now, Medicaid doesn't cover abortions. That's not, taxpayers are not compelled to pay for abortions, and there's a, oh, heck, I can't remember, Rhino, there's a, there's a, it's called the rule, but it's a, it's a legislative uh, doctrine, essentially, regulation, that prohibits the use of taxpayer funding money to fund abortion. The Hyde Amendment, I think that's what it's called. It's an yeah. amendment. The Hyde Amendment. Okay, just came to me. And so that's always been controversial because you got Planned Parenthood, who clearly is the nation's largest abortion provider, but they do provide lots of other services. And the problem is 
that do qualify, by the way, for Medicaid, are eligible for Medicaid reimbursement. Abortion services are not, but all the, but many of the other services they provide are to those that are on Medicaid, patients that are on Medicaid. The problem is the money's fungible. So if you think about a Planned Parenthood facility where they perform uh, abortions and also provide these other services, it's the same building. Same staff, same equipment, same systems, same assets involved. So even though the reimbursement from Medicaid, the taxpayers, may only be covering the services performed in uh, that facility by those staff using those instruments, those assets, those systems, and those services are eligible for Medicaid, the fact is... Those same assets are being used to perform abortion. So it's it's fungible. And it's a bit of a ruse to say, oh, well, no, we're not using that money for abortions. Well, you're not submitting a, a claim to Medicaid for the abortion perform, but you are on all the other services that are not abortion services that are essentially funding your operation. So it's a combination of that and, believe it or not, lots of private donations. And I haven't looked in a a while, but I was shocked at the value of private donations the organization receives that I want to say even rivals the amount they get from Medicaid. And, And then there's what's called Title X. You guys may remember this. This is the... This is a federal program for family planning. Do you remember all the teeth gnashing and the hand-wringing when Trump implemented a rule that essentially barred any provider participating in the Title X program from even mentioning abortion as as an option as part of family planning? Well, for quite some time, Planned Parenthood, of course, participated in that program. And yes, they would suggest that. I don't know what their guidelines are for when they say, yeah, you need to have an abortion. I don't know. But I know that that was, could be part of the conversation. So Title X, federal funding, was not directly funding abortions, but it was, a, it was funding the council that may lead to one. And and what I found out in the research was that there was a fair amount of control over that at the state level. And I wondered why states weren't seeking to make adjustments there. The other thing is the state of Texas actually tried to change Medicaid, the Medicaid rules, such that any organization that provided abortions with within those facilities couldn't be eligible for Medicaid even to reverse to reimburse non Medicaid services. So the idea was to force a planned parenthood to separate the assets, the physical offices, um, the staff, etc. And that got struck down. So The only point I'm trying to make is it's Medicaid 
believe it or not, is where they get most of their money. So anytime you hear the politicians talk about we got we got to defund or eliminate taxpayer funding of Planned Parenthood, just remember what you're talking about is essentially banning Planned Parenthood from participating in Medicaid for Medicaid-eligible services because of this fungibility of the money. Well, that means you got to have 60 votes in the Senate. You're back to that again. So I'm simply pointing out that any candidate that says, by gosh, if I get elected, I'm not saying it's not a noble goal. I'm saying that from a from a, uh, a legislative perspective, from a process perspective, somebody's got to amend Medicaid. Yeah, looking at their annual report, uh, the latest numbers they've put out, government health services reimbursements and grants with $618 million of revenue Yep, compared to $370 million of non-governmental health services okay. revenue. And five hundred and ten million dollars, or yeah, five hundred and ten million dollars of private contributions. There you go. Quest. So it's it's still the same as when I looked at it several years ago. And that doesn't include the uh, Mackenzie Scott big two hundred and seventy-five million dollar donation she made. Correct. In the last few months. Correct. So what the other thing that we should pass on is that Trump did. You remember the the. Uh, I remember it vividly. They were all freaking out. Oh, my gosh, we're going to lose our Title X funding. Because what Trump said was, you know what? You can participate, but you cannot use that money to fund these services where those services include counseling and advising a pregnant, I'm going to just go ahead and violate the rules here, a pregnant woman. (laughs) Because men can't get pregnant. But you can't counsel them, okay, abortion is an option. That's what changed, okay? The Biden administration wasted no time of reversing that Trump era rule. That was one of the first things he did. And there were cheers from the pro-choice crowd. Yes, Biden has restored funding of Title X for those who to also include counseling uh, abortion as an option, as part of family planning counseling. So that's what changed. But it's Medicaid, and you can't get past that 60-vote filibuster hurdle in the Senate to change Medicaid, the Medicaid rules, such that a provider such as Planned Parenthood, it's not the services they provide that aren't eligible, it's the fact that they're also essentially using that money to fund abortions, because it's the same building and the same instruments and the same examination in OR rooms and all the other stuff that goes into providing medical services, staff, etc. They're essentially using that money in this kind of an ancillary service, which happens to be a big service they provide, abortions. So it's convoluted in, in that respect. But It's like a garage offering free oil changes. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, um, uh, but oh, pay no attention to what you're paying to get all those other services. It's the same. It's the same deal. So, anyhow, and it should come as no surprise that President Biden immediately reversed that Trump era policy. Didn't get a lot of attention. That is what what happened. Uh, something else about immigration that uh, 
I wanted to point out as well when we return has to do with DACA and an offer that Trump made, an offer that he made. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Later on in the program at 12.05, Brad White, the executive director of MDOT, joins us. Stay with us. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. And we have an outstanding parts and service department ready to keep your vehicle in top shape and no appointment is needed. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, there's no market pricing. You pay the price on the sticker and there's always great Nissan incentives. See their inventory at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company. And the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 497 to 140.68. October cotton was up 261 to 127.44. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 5.5 to 1677 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were up 5 and 3 quarters to 1625 per bushel. July corn was up 10.5 to 812 per bushel. September corn was up 8 cents to 768 per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 55 to 135.70. August live cattle was down 42 to 137.85. August feeders down 132 to 171.82. September feeders down 157 to 174.65. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 33 points, 33,275. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment 
by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Give your customers a whole home energy upgrade. The Propane Energy Pod Builder Incentive Program. What's the Propane Energy Pod? It's a total home energy upgrade that combines high-efficiency propane gas appliances to meet a home's major energy needs and delivers superior comfort and efficiency compared with all electric homes. Not only is it good for homeowners, it's good for builders, too. All propane homes, on average, are valued up to 5% higher than all electric homes. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk, Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We're in the Element Wealth Studios today. And don't forget, Brad White, Executive Director of MDOT, joins us at 12.05. we got some Earth, Wind, and Fire tickets to give away as well. So the only thing I was going to point out with respect to immigration is Trump actually offered a deal with the Democrats on um, citizenship for those in the country under DACA. And uh, DACA, of course, stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. It's it's just a policy that allows individuals that meet certain requirements to get get their, um, let's see, their export out of the country deferred. So they're they're able to renew their grant. They're eligible for work authorizations. So they're not uh, sent away. And this has been going on for 10 years since the policy was put into place, and they still really haven't acted on it. So we just have these uh, these folks that are in, in the country unlawfully because they were brought here as children. So... We don't send them back to where they came under this policy because they're children, essentially. It's like, okay, it's not their fault. They came with adults. That's the the uh, the premise of the policy. Trump offered a deal so that they would have a path to citizenship if the Democrats would agree to fund the wall. And they turned it down. You're shaking your head. You remember that. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty big uh, news item. So Ace wouldn't get on board with that. Anyhow, just wanted to pass that on. Karen in Oxford says, seeing all these aborted fetuses laid out on a table like a meat market would change people's minds about pro-choice. Perhaps, Karen. um, I'll just pass on that the latest polls, and this is not quite a year old, I got I got two I'm looking at, one from Pew Research Center. Take from this what you will, public views of abortion. They tracked it from 1995 to 2021. 
the uh, latest poll shows that 60 or excuse me 59 percent believe according to Pew should be legal in all slash most cases 39 percent say illegal in all slash most cases this is what was surprising to me Rhino in this in this Pew poll is that they show this going back to 1995 it has changed on on both positions by one point. It was 60% legal in all most cases in 1995. It's 59 now. And 38 illegal in all slash most cases, 39 now. One point change. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Gallup, on the other hand, they have a poll, uh, and this was done, I think, in the fall of last year, if I'm not mistaken. And it's it's 49, it shows 49% are pro-choice and 47 are pro-life. Now again, these are just polls. Take from them what you will. But I do think it's fairly safe to say it's it's split. It's I think it's 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 close. It's a close margin, a small margin of difference between those who are pro-choice and pro-life. Talking about across the country. Um, and so, you know, I, I hear you, Karen. I'm not sure. I've I've seen those those videos and photos as well, and it's it's disgusting. It's disturbing. I agree. She goes on to say, private donations means selling body parts and tissues from the aborted fetuses. Actually, that's not true, Karen. That's that's revenue that's not the same as private donations that are registered as donations. Uh, but I, I think, suffice it to say, there are a lot of people who fully support. You pointed out one of them, big chunk of money, that give privately stroke checks to this organization to fund them. They believe in it. So, anyhow, uh, what are you saying, Kevin? That's not totally true about them coming with their parents. A lot of them, most of them were born here. I said both, Kevin. I said both. Did I not if, say both? If your parents come here illegally and you're born here, guess what? The child's an American citizen because they were born on American territory. That's right. But, uh, in They're accord- not You're DACA. right, Rhino. Thank you. You're in accordance with our laws. And by the way, of course that's the case. What am I thinking about? Because it's deferred arrivals. That wouldn't apply to someone born here. DACA, deferred arrivals. Deferred action, I should say, for childhood arrivals. That applies to people... They came here, were drugged here by their children, I mean by their parents. They were in tow with their parents. Hell, today they're just dropping them off unaccompanied. That's even more disturbing. We're not addressing the root cause of this problem, as Kamala said. I think fundamentally that's what we got to do. Anyhow, we're going to take a break right here because we got the Fox News and Super Talk News coming your way. More to talk about, and then Brad White, Executive Director of MDOT at 12.05. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. An American arrested in Russia three years ago, Trevor Reed, is on his way home. 
president says he was delighted to share the good news about Trevor's freedom with his parents. Reed's release is part of a prisoner exchange, the U.S. releasing a Russian pilot serving a prison sentence in Connecticut for drug trafficking. Fox's Jared Halpern. Russia has shut off natural gas to Poland and Bulgaria for refusing to demand to pay in Russian currency. Four astronauts are on their way to the International Space Station. Americans Kajel Lindgren, Robert Hines, and Jessica Watkins, and Italy's Samantha Cristoforetti are right now zooming on their way to the station, the fourth contracted crew flight for SpaceX. Watkins will make some history as the first black female astronaut on a long-duration stay in space. Fox's Phil Keating in Florida. The crew is scheduled to reach the station at around 8.15 Eastern time this evening. America's listening to Fox News. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change or free set of blades or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Say big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The body of a Texas National Guard soldier was recovered Monday after an extensive three-day search. Specialist Bishop Evans jumped into the Rio Grande to rescue two migrants trying to cross over from Mexico on Friday. Congressman Michael Guest and several other GOP lawmakers visited the southern border earlier this week. Our hearts and our prayers go out to Specialist Evans. Someone who died doing what he loved. Someone who died protecting his country. Someone who died helping others. Evans joined the Guard in 2019 and had previously served in Operation Spartan Shield in Iraq and Kuwait. He was only 22. A new brewery will celebrate their grand opening in Jackson from 1 to 9 Friday, May 13th. Fertile Ground Beer Company will be located in the historic Bellhaven neighborhood. To learn more, check out their Facebook page at Fertile Ground Beer. People today could spend half their lives over 50. So it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists. So your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your site and dig safely. 
The Mississippi Department of Archives and History will honor the lives of former Governor William Winter and his wife, Elise, on Tuesday, May 3rd. He was board president for 50 years of Archives and History, believe it or not. Um, and he passed away during COVID, and we couldn't really memorialize him the way we wanted to and the way people wanted to. Yeah. So now that COVID's not as much a thing, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it up next Tuesday at one o'clock. Vince Blackguard is the current board president. When he was governor of Mississippi, Governor Clinton was governor of Arkansas, and so he wanted to participate. And so he's he's gonna come down and uh, be with the family and kind of be the keynote. And also, um, you know, Governor Barber these these museums were Governor Winter's idea. This is a long time dream. But it was really Governor Barber who got it across the goal line. Former Governor Barber will also speak. That event will be live streamed at mdah.ms.gov. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will debut at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on Saturday, May 7th. The exhibit explores Stewart's life and his legacy of collecting country music stories, including hundreds of items never shown before in Mississippi, such as original handwritten Hank Williams manuscripts. For more information, go to worldofmartystewart.mdah.ms.gov. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joe from Summerall says, white man, the only one is ever is straight. I never hear anything about straight black men, straight Asian men, straight Hispanic men. That's referring to, uh, what the hell's her name? Sonny Cronin, something like that, that we played. Hostin. Hostin, yes, excuse me, that we played earlier from The View was uh, opining that Twitter was going to devolve into a platform. Actually, I think she said it's already there. It's a platform for straight white men. (laughs) It's just crazy. Jeff says, time to rejoin Twitter. I'm offended being called a straight white man. So you don't identify as one on the ceasefire tax line. It's so nutty. 
this is Jeff from Loosedale. Is liberalism a mental disorder? It sounds like it. Scott and Clinton, all these same celebrities that say they would leave the country if Trump uh, was elected, but yet they're still here. Yeah, exactly, Scott. We called them out on it yesterday. You know, uh, Rosie O'Donnell's the one I remember. Like She said it repeatedly. And Madonna. Madonna, too, yeah. I've thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Remember that with all the pink hat crowd around her? Oh, gosh. You know what I say? You fly, I buy. I'll buy their ticket out of here. Uh, very much true, though. Brian and Grenada, so many celebrities were big Donald Trump fans until he became president. Same goes with Musk now that he's bought Twitter. They love the money until it doesn't support their left views. I think there's some truth to that, Brian. I do. I think there's some hypocrisy there, no question. Uh, they're, they're looking for their uh, their fame and fortune as well. And whatever they got to do to achieve it, seems like they're willing to sell out to I mean, do just, so. Just look at how long Harvey Weinstein was able to get away with what he was getting away with just because he had the money and was flying people to award shows. Yeah, that is so true. Because of the power he had over their careers. No question about it. Uh, let's see. Gary in the Berg. You know, Gary, you and I are 100% aligned on this issue, and it's, it's about this dissolution of the traditional family and the instability that causes and the societal problems that, that also uh, produces. And uh, so he sent in about this Atlanta shooting outside the Waffle House leaves five teenagers wounded. And uh, it just says a large segment of the community and every member of that suspect's family will saturate the airwaves with their take on it. The family will show an outpouring of love for the suspect. There will be heavy criticism of the police and a demand for justice, et cetera, et cetera. But where are the concerned parents and the family members while these kids are running the streets late into the night? This is uh, the news report from the Atlanta Police Department. I, I agree. Now that's where you could so- think about how many problems we could solve if we could return to that traditional lifestyle. And that's not again to say that children cannot grow up with uh, and be productive adults if they come from single parent households. It's just statistically. The probability is not nearly to the level it is when they come from a, a, a normal, adjusted, quality, loving two-parent household. It's just statistically proven. It, it's not like we're just opining here, speculating. So I agree, Gary, and I personally believe that until... She said, he goes on to say, by the way, almost 80% of out-of-wedlock birth rate, no personal responsibility produces this. I completely agree. And, the, again, it solves so many problems. I'm sad to say that Mississippi has a, a huge problem with respect to out-of-wedlock births, teenage pregnancies, fatherless homes. I think we may rank first or second in every one of those categories. And I think we should get lots of smart people from the community and from a, a broad spectrum of disciplines and occupations and um, knowledge bases, skill sets, to come together to talk about 
how to address this. I just don't see that happening. Maybe it's happening, and we don't know about it, but I don't see it happening. And and you talk about root cause, brother, that's the root cause. No question about it. Absolutely. So I'm with you. Stephen Gulford says, Elon should buy MTV and start showing music videos again. <laughs> I, I have had a MTV. good laugh at all the different things Elon should buy now. <laughs> but my favorite has to go to Elon should buy McDonald's and fix all the ice cream machines. <laughs> That's a tall order there, buddy, because there's a bunch of I think he'll have an easier <laughs> job deciphering all the craziness that is the Twitter algorithm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see here. Uh, i William in Greenville asked something that you actually answered a moment ago, uh, Rhino. Didn't Bezos... X, give a large sum to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, the largest donation they ever received. $275 yeah, it was $275 million. Million. I want to say it was a couple months ago. It might yeah. have been late last year, but it's been recently. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Also, Carol in Starkville says, I wonder if they understand how deep the swamp is and how long it's been in place. It, it does seem to beget itself, and it kind of multiplies like an amoeba. I agree, and that is a problem, and it there is always a concern about really good, honorable people, people of integrity, people with the right public service mindset, getting sucked into the environment and uh, and falling prey to that. Absolutely, that's a concern. You know, and something else that I think bothers all of us is the out-of-control debt. We've talked about it quite a bit, the ridiculous deficits that we run perennially and the out-of-control debt. But the fact is, the vast majority of that is being produced by mandatory spending, and that cannot be amended without 60 votes in the Senate. What the, what the Congress – it's really kind of crazy if you think about it, but what the Congress actually votes on and oversees from a spending perspective is that roughly 30 percent of – annual spending that is discretionary. And of that, two-thirds of it is defense. The whole rest of government is the other third of that discretionary spending. And that amounts to, you can do the math there, about 10% of the total government. It's Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, other transfer welfare programs, and debt interest. The debt interest is rapidly approaching from a spending perspective, from a line item perspective, the same amount that is spent on our military. Our military defending the nation, clearly in accordance with our Constitution and our structure, is the most important function and and core role of government. But because we have morphed government into this gigantic wealth redistribution apparatus, we in social program oversight, we now have this this interest on our on our debt that is outrageous and growing, especially with interest rates uh, ticking upward, and of course borrowing more money, printing more money, which is borrowed. So, I, but that can't address that. You can't get any movement on that. I should say without bipartisan support for changes in those programs uh, in the Senate. 
Can't do it with just simple majority control because of the filibuster and the risk, of course, of even if you could tear down the filibuster with a uh, simple majority vote and eliminate that, the risk is you do it and you ram stuff through. The next time the other party's in charge, they do it, they ram stuff through. Imagine if that were to happen right now. We'd be talking about the Build Back Better program, the voting rights legislation. D.C. would be a state, Puerto Rico, too. I mean, that's how crazy it is and how tenuous it is. So, anyhow, uh, there was another question about um, Michael Guest's voting record. And so what Mr. Cassidy referred to was the Club for Growth score. They typically, the Club for Growth focuses on economic policy and bills. And so in voting for the continuing resolutions, which funds the discretionary function of government, that's going to negatively impact a, a member's score. And I do think the congressman, as, as other members of our delegation, have, have voted for that in the past. Not every time, but I believe they have in the past. So, it is time for a break here on uh, Middays, as you can tell with the music running. We'll come right back. we got tickets to give away. Brad White, Executive Director of MDOT at 12.05. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear and chilly, low around 47. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 82. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And finally, Friday, mostly sunny, high near 86. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. Learn more at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. When the smoke clears, nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrum treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate-dipped baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy and Maywood Mart. Or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. 
Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi each wednesday you'll hear from make a wish mississippi as they create life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses research shows children who have wishes granted can build the physical and emotional strength they need to fight their illness The Wish Journey gives children with critical illnesses a piece of their childhood back, and every child deserves a childhood. Help make wishes come true. Donate today at ms.wish.org slash donate. That's ms.wish.org slash donate. So on the ceasefire text line, um, I I was reading this and didn't quite follow it, but you you say, Rhino, that uh, this person... Uh, who, who doesn't identify themselves, and that's fine, uh, has an issue with anchor babies. That's your interpretation of it, right? Yeah, I was talking about how if if you come to America illegally and have a child, yep. that child being born on American territory is an American citizen. Yep. And their response was, that's BS. Yeah. And then there was the confusion. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Which, it is a bad incentive. It, I agree. It is asking for misuse but on the flip side of that token, the baby didn't ask to come here. Right, and I think we got to also consider the 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 time period in which um, that law was uh, instituted. We didn't anticipate completely, totally open, porous borders with right. gazillions of people streaming across. This was really kind of supposed to be a rarity, right? This was an, this was someone in the country, and it's not even the first time it's it's come up as being misused or abused. I mean, 
I forget the kid's name, but the infamous picture of the raid with the the guy in the MP5. It was Elian Gonzalez. Was that the kid's name? Sounds he was right. Hiding in the closet, and they sent the raid in to get him to send him back. Was it Cuba? Yeah, exactly. Because you had a lot of Cubans floating, however they could get their way to Florida, on just the hope of making it. Yeah, the boat. And you had people. pregnant women making that dangerous trip. And that's when it really started becoming a, a hot-button issue of, quote-unquote, anchor babies. Yeah. Honestly, I think Trump had the right idea and the right approach. Okay, we got to stop the uh, – the pro- we got to address the problem at the border. The borders are clearly porous, and we simply don't have the assets and the means to stop it just with Border Patrol and the tools they have at their disposal. So he comes up with the idea of a wall. And the Democrats said, and he said, I tell you what, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll draft and we'll develop a, a plan to allow these DACA children to um, achieve citizenship, become American citizens, if we just get the wall funded. And they turned it down. So, But I also don't think, I, I don't feel like that there is a, a practical means to just send 11, 12, 15 million people out of the country. I, I think it's impractical. I don't think that'll happen. Now, if we could provide a path, the legal path, not just blanket you're a citizen, but you've got to go through the process, assimilate into the country, pay taxes, etc., and be a person who is a net contributor, not a taker, not a recipient, I think we ought to embrace that. It's What's happening now is, let's be honest, the border's controlled by the drug cartels. They run the thing. They own it. That's what's happened. They totally run the deal. And, I mean, Biden's their best customer. At the end of the day, it's his policies that are enriching them for... Peddling drugs, especially the fentanyl problem. That's that is um, making all those guys rich, and he's doing it, and they know it. The Looks only the problem way. with providing a path to citizenship for those here illegally, yeah, is it needs to be paired with some sort of reform for legal immigration. Because why in the world do we have a lottery? to where you have to apply and hope for the best if you want to come here legally to start your life in America and have your slice of the American dream the the right way you got to rely on a lottery and hope for the best yeah i agree I, i'm with you on that that is true it is a lottery system for selection i i'm with you on that um Let's see here. Thomas and Greenwood, by the way, Gonzalez wasn't an anchor baby. It was a custody dispute, I think. Right, but that was in the the very heat of all of the Cuban crisis and the flotillas and yeah. people making boats out of 57 Chevys with tires strapped to them and all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, so Paula Meridian points out, start a process where illegal immigrants can register, get a tax number, start paying taxes. They actually can, Paul. They, there is a method for that that's been in place for a long time. While they're working and paying taxes, they can work on their citizenship or remain not a citizen and just pay taxes. It happens right now. That is in place right now, a fair number of them. Um, they get a special ID 
It's not a Social Security number, but it's a similar number identifier, and that's what they use. The problem is many of their employers don't pursue that because then they got to pay taxes on it. And that's, I mean, that's the fundamental issue there. Um, I've always thought that eliminating the minimum wage would address the immigration problem because what happens is there, a lot of those folks come over here and they're willing to work for less than minimum wage. That's more money than they've ever seen. Meanwhile, we had people unemployed, looking for work, living off unemployment benefits. And it doesn't only impact employment. It impacts housing. It impacts infrastructure. No question. It impacts every facet of life. The the bigger the problem gets. Education, health care, big time, big time issue. So, because think about it, you you have a system in place to figure out what you need for the next year, and it's based on census data. Well, if that census data is off by a factor, then your predictions are off by a factor. Yeah, that's true, too. The predictions for what you need are off by a factor. The predictions for what will happen are off by a factor. Don't forget, it was New York City just recently passed a law, an ordinance, that allows illegals to vote in municipal elections. Can vote in federal, state, but they can vote in municipal. In the city of New York, 800,000, they said. Meanwhile, from the 601 on the ceasefire text line, it took me 33 months yeah. to get my wife here legally. She's been here six months. Yeah, God God bless you and her. And I, Yeah, I hear you, and I, and I applaud you for following um, the legal process. And, and I, so when the left points to us on the right and says, you just hate. It's not who we are. That's what. That's the one. It's just not who we are. You see what happens? That's who we are? That's you, what you want to attach yourself to? Two-year-olds being dropped into the country unaccompanied? Dying as they make the trek across the river? Being murdered by those who run the cartels? They don't do something right? That's who we are? Yeah, the, the stories don't break the national news when you have, oh, I don't know, a 911 operator that gets a phone call from somebody speaking Spanish piled into an oil tanker truck with people dying in there because there's not enough air, and the 911 operator, they can't do anything. Right. Because by the time they can figure out what's going on, the truck's at a distance. It, it's no longer within their territory, and they can't oh. find it. And then recently, the officer in Texas that lost his life, saving the life of a drug pusher. That's who we are? Give me a break. It's just to- totally ridiculous. Karen in Oxford says they could quit inviting them. Remember the Biden t-shirts they were all wearing in the beginning of Biden's term? Absolutely. I agree with you, Karen. They do not send a message, although Kamala, what she say? Don't come when she went and visited one of the countries. But it was so weak and it was so um, so phony the way she said that. No, I, I agree with you on that, Karen. Totally. Dems didn't want a wall at the border, but they sure put up a wall to protect their tails from Americans. Yeah, still did around the Capitol. Uh, I mean, I, I agree. And you got, what is the rep from Missouri, Cori Bush? Not Cori Bush. Her name is Bush, I think. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is Cori Bush. I'm thinking Cory Booker from New Jersey, the senator. Anyhow. Yeah, Cory Bush. Cory Bush, yeah. 
who's got this entourage of, of security to protect her, but she's one of the most outspoken proponents of dismantling the police. It's, there's so many examples of the crazy double standard like that. Anyhow. Uh, well, it's time for a break here on Middays. Again, we're in the Element Well Studios. we got Brad White coming up in 30 minutes at 12.05. And we got tickets to give away. we got more to talk about as well. Tesla lost a little value overnight. Whoa. Stay with us. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The body of a Texas National Guard soldier was recovered Monday after an extensive three-day search. Specialist Bishop Evans jumped into the Rio Grande to rescue two migrants trying to cross over from Mexico on Friday. Congressman Michael Guest and several other GOP lawmakers visited the southern border earlier this week. Our hearts and our prayers go out to Specialist Evans. Someone who died doing what he loved. Someone who died protecting his country. Someone who died helping others. Evans joined the Guard in 2019 and had previously served in Operation Spartan Shield in Iraq and Kuwait. He was only 22. A new brewery will celebrate their grand opening in Jackson from 1 to 9 Friday, May 13th. Fertile Ground Beer Company will be located in the historic Bellhaven neighborhood. To learn more, check out their Facebook page at Fertile Ground Beer. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. People today could spend half their lives over 50, so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. Art, Wine, and Wheels. Three epic events, one weekend, all in Ridgeland. May 6th through 8th, the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Sante South Wine Festival, and Natchez Trace Century Ride all take place. See the weekend schedule at artwineandwheels.com. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons on Super Talk Mississippi. The great Marvin Gaye. That's smooth there, baby. We are back on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So a question from Sam from Mount Hermon on the ceasefire tax line, which is, of course, 601-879-4395. Here's a question. Why do we still allow anchor babies? I understand when we, were, when we were a young nation, we needed citizens to help make the country, but now I think it's outdated. Other countries don't do this. 
if their parents have a baby in another country, that baby is a citizen of the parents of the country of origin. Um, I'm pretty sure, Sam, that this is uh, these are provisions of citizenship in the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Oh, yeah. And so it would require ratifying the Constitution, amending the Constitution, and that's a very, very high bar. Ain't going to happen, bottom line. The Convention of States ain't going to happen. I mean, it, while I certainly support it, I, the, from a practical and realistic perspective, it ain't going to happen. It has to be proposed by two-thirds of both houses, or alternatively, if two-thirds of the state, we just talked about this a couple of days ago, if they request a convention, get together and have a convention, then three-quarters of them got to vote on whatever that is. We're not going to get two-thirds of the state to come together to change the anchor baby. Well, the citizenship it would just be anchor baby or, or amend the citizenship uh, provisions to, to uh, exclude anchor babies from being um, eligible or immediately deemed citizens. That's not, it's not going to happen. The, the country's not together on that. And so uh, while I, I hear you, Sam, I, I just want to pass on that's what we're looking at. It's the same thing as why can't we get Medicaid to stop sending money to Planned Parenthood? Why can't we kick them out of Planned Parenthood? Well, because we can't get 60 votes in the Senate to do that. You're not going to get a single Democrat, I don't think, to support that. We only have 50 Republicans. we got Senate elections coming up. If we're lucky, we may get to 51, 49, still fall short. I mean, the reality is the, the beauty of the system is that the Senate was considered, I can't remember who said it, uh, Rhino, the cooling saucer. The idea was those rowdy people over there in the House, they may come up with all kind of crazy stuff. But when it gets to the Senate, calm down, calm down. That was the idea behind it. So you see who said that, the cooling saucer? You oh, that, that? was... Uh... Washington talking to Jefferson, I believe. Okay, that so that's the that's the the intent and the logic make, makes perfect sense. It's a beautiful form of government. the The downside of it is, if you could call it that, is that uh, with this filibuster rule and the fact that it's it's so dang close. The country just seems to divide. We don't we don't coalesce around a lot of ideas anymore. We just don't. Uh, how many times have I brought it up here? We can't agree on how many genders there are. For goodness' sake, can't even agree on that. So a lot of stuff. So anytime you hear these politicians running for president cycle or ago, a couple of cycles ago, I can't remember. Ted Cruz, I'm going to repeal every word of Obamacare. No, you're not. Even if you got elected, no, you're not. Without 60 votes, you got no chance. And I know folks will say, well, John McCain stood in the way of doing that. Actually, that's not the case. What was that legislation was about was amending it within the framework of the budget reconciliation process that would have done a little work around the edges, but it in mainly allowing certain insurance um, coverage to be sold that was scaled down from the 
what's called the minimum essential requirements that Obamacare requires that makes our insurance so expensive. And and so all I'm trying to point out is that you really don't fully have control of government in Washington until you got a majority in the House, 60, a supermajority in the Senate, and the White House. Barack Obama had that when he first got elected. And he abruptly lost that supermajority in the Senate when Senator Ted Kennedy passed away unexpectedly in uh, December, I believe December 09, if I'm not mistaken. And if you recall, they had to have a special election to see the senator did the state of Massachusetts. And they elected Scott Brown, a Republican. And it was because they didn't want what was, uh, at least on the table at that point, as health care reform. Obamacare, H.R. 3200. And, folks, I've actually analyzed that that bill. It's kind of what drove me to take an interest in politics was health care reform because I was worried about what would happen to me from a business perspective, and I couldn't get any answers. So I said, well, hell, I'm just going to go try to see if I can interpret this legal mumbo-jumbo myself. And I saw enough to know it was going to be a problem. But H.R. 3200 makes what we got look like a bastion of free market health care. And so when Kennedy died and Brown got elected, the Democrats had to resort to the budget reconciliation process, and that's when they rammed through the Affordable Care Act. And by the way, Rhino, if you go look that up, the bill we got, it started out as, I think, a student loan sort of bill or something. You know, that's how they do that. They piggyback stuff and insert, you know, gigantic bills into one that already exists, was on the table and was at that point. And like a pall fell over the Democrat world when Kennedy died because they knew, uh uh-oh, our plans just got derailed. And they had to settle, settle for what we got. Settle for it. Wasn't what they wanted. What they wanted was what they wanted was the public option, all the stuff you hear about today, the Medicare for all, and employers to pay the full boat, and uh, much more egregious penalties. You think the mandate penalty we have is a problem? What they had was ridiculous. I mean, everybody was going to go buy insurance because it would have cost a lot less to have the insurance than to pay the penalty in the original deal. And IRS would have access to your records upon death and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and that didn't make it all because that one senator died. It's almost as if God were looking out for us. Not that he not that he caused him to die. I don't know how all that works. That's a matter of faith between you and your God when your time's up. But the fact is, it happened at a point where it derailed that whole deal. And I'm only bringing all this up, and I know this is all history, because that all happened in 2010, 12 years ago when Obamacare passed, because so much of what we all want to get done, you can't get done without the supermajority in the Senate. That's just the bottom line. There's a limit to what you can ram through in the um, the budget reconciliation process. And if you recall, we talked about it on the air, the Senate parliamentarian, remember, Rhino, became the key focus because they, the Democrats were trying to push through voting rights through the budget recon process, parts of the Build Back Better plan. 
and uh, immigration reform. And the budget, I mean, the Senate parliamentarian kept saying, no, that don't, I mean, really took care of us in that regard. Because, and it was all because he couldn't get 60 votes. So, that's just, just a problem. Uh, Jeff, if Harris County says 45's big, beautiful health care plan was repealed and replaced always two weeks away, right? Yeah, I hear you, Jeff, but, um, you know, I, I'll tell you, uh, very honestly, and, and I, I have no shame in doing so, none of these candidates should talk about things they are pretty much guaranteeing that they're going to get through without the Senate control at 60 votes. Now, should is it okay in me, in my view, is it kosher for them to say, this is what I'd like to do? Sure. This is my agenda. These are my plans. And it's both sides, by the way, Jeff. So I hear you. I know you want to take a shot at Trump, and that's fine. We gave you your day in the sun on that. But it's both sides. Because go back and think about all the garbage the Democrats have also promised. And they ain't gotten any of that junk done. Because they can't. Because they don't have 60 votes. Simple as that. So it works both ways. So did the framers know what they were doing on that deal? I think so. Certainly from the standpoint of the Senate being the cooling saucer and every state having two. Every state. So every state has equal representation in that chamber. Every state has equal representation. Now, Democrats want to change all that. They also want to tear down the Electoral College. That's becoming in focus again. You've seen some buzz about that. We'll take a break right here. we got another segment in this hour, and then Brad White from MDOT at 12.05. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. And we have an outstanding parts and service department ready to keep your vehicle in top shape and no appointment is needed. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, there's no market pricing. You pay the price on the sticker and there's always great Nissan incentives. See their inventory at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. 
for personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. They help you get your life back. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Greenwood, Mississippi farmer Betsy Belk earned a first-place state award in the 2021 National Corn Growers Association National Corn Yield Contest. Belk is one of the highest corn yield producers in the nation with DeKalb DKC7027 RIB brand blend corn yielding an outstanding 285 bushels per acre in the strip-till, minimum-till, mulch-till, and ridge-till irrigated category. The 57th National Corn Growers Association Contest continues to challenge farmers to achieve record-setting yields and improve agricultural management practices for a more sustainable future. Farmers who planted the cab corn captured the most national placement awards, 15 of 27, as well as 190 state-level awards, 77 of which yielded 300 bushels per acre or higher. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your site and dig safely. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the ISOL platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. Mo says the SCOTUS ruled that children of alien residents only become citizens if the parents were here legally and on property. Not according to what I found, Mo. And uh, it is true that, that Trump proposed changing that. Yeah, he wanted to do an executive order, but uh, I never saw one come out. And the most recent Supreme Court case I could find dealing with birthright citizenship yep is plyler versus doe from 1982 that's what i saw too yeah so yeah still in place and um and it even said there's no plausible distinction with respect to the 14th amendment's jurisdiction that can be drawn between resident aliens whose entry in the united states was lawful and resident aliens whose entry was unlawful yep 
And uh, I read on the break there, I read uh, two articles published by law firms who specialize in this and very detailed on that. So uh, might want to take a look at that again. And I, I found a report that actually listed all the cases the SCOTUS has heard. It's probably the same thing you saw. Oh, yeah. And it's not, it's not many. Going back to like 1898 or something, right? I believe it has some roots in, in slavery and the emancipation of slaves. Yeah, the 14th Amendment granted citizenship to all born in America and it was in direct response to uh, one of, it was Dred Scott is, that's the name that's coming to mind Yeah, I want to say it was about 10 years after that in response to that Yeah, okay. which I think Dred Scott was denying of slaves whether former slaves or free men of American citizenship Okay. So, bottom line is, we got lots of illegal people over here. I, I, clearly, it gets abused. That's the point. And Trump knew that. And I, I think, like we were saying earlier, there was a time when this was fairly rare. And uh, and so it made sense. But today, no, it doesn't. And because he does get abused. There's no question about that. Now, Rhino, you were sharing with me on the break about Ellis Island. And, oh yeah, it, it's it's ironic to me when when people that are pro open borders bring up Ellis Island as this bastion of how it could be done. And I'm thinking, either you don't know the history of Ellis Island, or you don't know the history of Ellis Island because yes, there were millions of immigrants that came to America through Ellis Island. There were millions of people sent home because they didn't meet the criteria. And children, especially, that made it through Ellis Island and into America grew up telling horror stories to their children and grandchildren about the hook man. Okay. Because when they're waiting in line with their families to immigrate to America after being on a boat for a while, a man came around with a little medical medical metal object that he would stick in your eye and lift up your eyelid to check and see if you had hookworms. If you did, you're going on the boat back. Wow. Thomas and Greenwood says, again, can we deport the mothers of anchor babies? I think, technically speaking, we could. Are we? Will we? No. We don't have any people. We don't have any people. We don't have any money. We don't have any means to. It's, it's not practical. And that's because we did such a poor job of securing our borders for decades. Now we got all these people here. And I think it gets a lot of attention, but we're not going to load them up in buses. I'm not saying we can't legally. Sure, we could. Doesn't it make sense just to stem the tide we got right now to, as a starting point? And honestly, that's what Trump's position was. That's yeah, what he you, was trying to say. You can't start stitching up a wound till you stop the bleeding. Excellent analogy, and that's exactly what we got going on here. You know, with the craziness going on in our society, in our country right now. It, it called to mind, Rhino, we may have to play it later, song by the Temptations, Ball of Confusion. And there's a, there is a, a stanza in the song 
eve of destruction, tax deductions, city inspectors, bill collectors, mod clothes in demand, population out of hand, suicide, too many bills, hippies moving to the hills, people all over the world are shouting in the war. And the bland played on. It still applies today. Here we go. It still applies. They were prescient. <laughs> the only person talking about love and brother is the preacher. And it seems nobody's interested in learning but the teacher. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm telling you. They had a crystal ball. We'll take a break. Brad White, executive director of MDOT Next. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Funerals today for former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, with eulogies from Bill and Hillary Clinton and President Biden. She was a nexus for the foreign policy community. Always, and I mean always, on top of the latest developments. Always speaking out for democracy. Former President Obama was there, too, in the front pew at Washington National Cathedral. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has spoken with other Republicans today about leaked audio from the days after the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. He called out some members by name, accusing Florida Congressman Matt Gates of putting other members in jeopardy for criticizing them as not pro-Trump enough. We saw what people would do in the Capitol. Um, you know, and these people came prepared, which with everything else. That audio put up by the New York Times. Gates in a statement last night called McCarthy weak. America's listening to Fox News. Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate-dipped baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy and Maywood Mart. Or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi School for Mathematics and Science in Columbus is the number one high school in the state, according to rankings from U.S. News and World Report. The publication ranks high schools based on things like college readiness, state assessment proficiency and performance, and graduation rates. Lewisburg High in Olive Branch was number two. Petal High School came in third. For a look at the full list, log on to supertalk.fm. 
The mayor of Boonville is under arrest for allegedly striking a teen. According to the Prentice County Sheriff's Department, Mayor Chris Lindley and the teenage boy got into an altercation over a dirt bike on April 11th. Lindley then proceeded to shove the boy before hitting him in the head three times. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. People today could spend half their lives over 50, so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with the telephone, town hall, and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org ms. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. The accreditation process for the first cannabis testing lab in Mississippi is underway. Steep Hill, Mississippi CEO and co-founder Cliff Osmond detailed the components of marijuana that will be tested. We will issue, once we're licensed, issue a certificate of assay on each batch or each product that we test that gives the cultivator or the processor or even the consumer um, confidence that the product has been tested by the state standards, thus minimizing their risk of adverse effects. Tuesday night, Ole Miss defeated Mississippi State by a score of 5-3 at Trustmark Park in Pearl, winning the Governor's Cup for the first time since 2015. The Rebels, who were 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games going into Tuesday night, desperately needed the win as the team continues to fight for a spot in the postseason. Next up for Ole Miss, a road series versus number 5 Arkansas. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone, to Middays. Rocking into the afternoon on this hump day. Joining us now in the Element Well Studios, Brad White, the executive director of the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Brad, good to see you again, my friend. Thank you. Always good to be with you. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in. So we had Commissioner Caldwell on uh, last week. Uh, He is the Northern District Commissioner, uh, Transportation Commissioner. And so uh, I I thought it might be of some value if you'd start out, uh, Brad, by just describing the, uh, the funding model for the Department of Transportation uh, from where does the money come, because it's a combination of federal and state money, and uh, how do taxpayers actually pay for our roads and bridges and infrastructure? Where does that come from? And also just to, uh, again, clarify the distinction between the general fund and how the legislature is responsible for that uh, in determining where that money is spent and uh, how that money is appropriated, and of course the source of those revenues. But there's a there's a pretty hard line between the general fund. I think this often not understood, and the highway fund, the state highway fund. Right. And then of course you got federal money that goes directly to DOTD. So they're they're fairly separate. I mean, there's there's oversight, there's some integration, but there's a a, a good deal of separation between those as well from an economic perspective. Right. Well, MDOT is probably the state's largest special fund agency, and by and large we're funded with the uh, proceeds of uh, fuel tax uh, yep. that's uh, collected uh, around the state. And there are a few other taxes and fees that we get uh, that, that factor into that. But by and large, we're, uh, we operate by the fuel tax or have in the past. And um, as you mentioned, it's a cooperation between us and the federal government. We implement uh, the Federal Highway Administration's program. And so every five years, Congress reauthorizes Federal Highway Administration to conduct business with their partners in the 50 states and the territories and places around the country. And that's where we uh, – or it's identified what, how many federal dollars we'll be getting. This last session or last reauthorization that uh, Federal Highway had, uh, there was an increase. Uh, we Where the last five-year authorization, I think we had somewhere in about $2.5 billion over five years. They increased that to $3.3 billion over five years. Uh, and then there were some additional programs that uh, we'll be implementing that deal with electric vehicle charging stations yeah. and additional bridge program that will be very helpful uh, to the state. And then the way our, our the construction works, though, is that that money, the federal dollars, never comes to Mississippi and sits in a bank for us to spend out. The commission lets projects uh, Federal Highway is our partner from the uh, beginning of, of these projects all the way through the planning, the pre-construction phases, and then the construction uh, phase as they are satisfied that uh, the department is spending money uh, in conjunction and, and following their rules and regulations. Then they reimburse us their percentage, and depending on the project, it can be 80% or 90% I got you. Uh, for, for what uh, we're expending. So we use the state fuel tax money and our state dollars to – implement every project at 100%, hoping that we do it right to get all of the uh, the federal participation to reimburse us with that. What we've seen over the last, and you're familiar with this through MEC and others, over the last few years is uh, as revenue declined, as vehicles were becoming more efficient, uh, uh, fuel tax was not providing enough money in order for the department to keep up with the needs around the, the state. 
Uh, so a decision had to be made on how do you fund that, and the legislature has really stepped up over the last few years, uh, going with the previous term as well as now, in providing other mechanisms that are not necessarily special funds that can help uh, erase that funding gap that the department's had in the past. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one is $80 million a year that we get from the lottery proceeds that come in. Those are primarily spent now on rehabilitating two-lane highways around the state. I think we've rehabilitated since the implementation of the lottery somewhere in the neighborhood of about 2,500 lane miles Hmm. around the state with those dollars. In this past session, uh, I thought the legislature gave the Department of Transportation probably the best session we've had in a long time. Uh, they did a lot of things that, that I think are deserving of praise. One is is they gave us a, somewhere in the neighborhood of about $230 million uh, above from the general fund appropriation to the department to help supplement our budget. Okay. Uh, $40 million of that will be used to make sure that we're putting up the match dollars in order to receive all of the extra federal dollars that would be made available to us through the uh, IIJA. Uh, they gave us an additional $45 million to help supplement the uh, pavement maintenance program around the state, another $35 million uh, to help supplement the capacity program around the state, and then another $100 million to do the Mercy Road and Bridge program that will be spent on local bridges and road needs around the state. So uh, we are in financially probably one of the better positions we've been in. We'll have a, a budget of about $1.35 billion over the next year, and uh, with much comes much responsibility so now we've got the responsibility of making sure we get the work done uh unfortunately we find ourselves at a time with the economy where i'm hopeful that you know this money is able to go to more use than just trying to cover the cost of inflation material costs fuel costs have gone up and that's not just with us but with the contractors that we have to use yeah so projects are going to cost more uh, but the support that we receive from the legislature and the additional money from Congress will allow us to overcome those challenges and hopefully be able to get these projects out and to better serve the people of Mississippi. Is this a typical situation, Brad, where the legislature, as part of their appropriations and their funding, allocates uh, a fair amount of money uh, to DOTD? Is that is that typical on an annual basis? I would say that's atypical. I would, too. I mean, uh, the, the legislature has a responsibility of giving us the authority – to spend the state dollars in order to engage with the Federal, federal Highway Administration yeah. and, and carry yeah. out those programs. But uh, the lottery program was probably one of the newer programs. The Mergy Road and Bridge uh, Relief Program uh, was new. And then obviously this direct appropriation into the department that okay. they gave us this time to support those programs is the first time in my knowledge. I think it's a function of just having excess uh, revenues, yeah, wouldn't you think? And, and they, But they worked with us very well because I think the best thing that the legislature did for the department really had nothing to do with the extra money they gave us, but they did not earmark our federal program. So our bill had zero okay. earmarks in it where legislat- the legislature would tell us we want to spend 500000 here and two fifty here. And the importance of that is that allows us to make maximum benefit or take maximum advantage of the federal dollars made o- available to us. Makes we have sense. full flexibility. So them recognizing uh, that tool that they could give us, uh, to me, was one of the biggest things that they gave us, better than even the money. And then in addition to that, they gave us the authority to readjust our salaries within the department because okay. uh, hiring people, were ju- losing people was becoming a, a, a real problem. And with an agency like ours, you know, mm-hmm. we're having to rely a lot on the private sector mm-hmm. to help support us in what we're doing. 
and they're very good at doing that but uh, we find that consultants sometimes can cost about three to one ratio of what it could do if we did it on our own so being able to stop the hemorrhaging of valuable employees and then being in a position to recruit uh, more engineers more maintenance workers i think will better position us to be able to tend to the taxpayers needs and to do it more efficiently and cost effectively i got um, you. over time so to me, those were the two things the legislature okay. did that were most praiseworthy, but we obviously we we appreciate all the extra money as yeah. well. Makes makes total sense. So so one of the things that uh, Commissioner Caldwell talked about last week, Brad, was that that he was disappointed in is the way he described it. Was uh, he was seeking for the legislature uh, to provide some funding that would cover uh, the outstanding debt some of the bond debt that's currently on the books at uh, DOTD, and and in doing so would free that money that the DOTD is currently expending to cover their debt service right. on um, on infrastructure projects. Right. Ex- explain that. So several years ago, under uh, Butch Brown, when he was the director, uh, MDOT had the law change that would allow the commission to have the authority to enter into a memorandum of agreement with a local government entity mm-hmm. to where if there was a project on our system that uh, we wanted to do that the local government could then issue bonds uh, that would pay for the project and then we in turn would agree as a department to meet the debt service of those bonds pay them back and uh, that uh, racked up I think they issued about 900 and something million dollars worth of bonds over I don't know about 20 years and uh, the debt service to those is what the commissioner was hoping that they would uh, pay you. off. But I can explain yeah, more about that. Yeah, hang on. we got a break right here. We'll come back. We've got Brad White, executive director of MDOT, in the Element Well Studios. Stay with us. John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers... We buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Buying or selling, we are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Virtual field trips available now at Mississippi Aquarium. Dive in and ignite your students' curiosity as you bring the aquatic wonders into your classroom. Through Zoom technology, your students will be able to ask questions and chat with aquarium educators while seeing different habitats and experiencing the aquarium like never before. We're proud to offer options for all ages, education levels, and interests. For more information, visit msaquarium.org. Book your virtual field trip now. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Well Studios. Brad White is our guest. He is the executive director of MBOT. MDOT on the ceasefire tax line, uh, eighty million for Mississippi Lottery. Yeah, um, exactly. And that is, uh, uh, and and Brad mentioned that that's part of the the uh, funding received that goes straight right. into the state highway fund. Never passes Absolutely. through the legislature. It actually gets transferred to the treasurer, the state treasurer, who then deposits it in accordance with law into the state highway fund. And that is the first $80 million of net proceeds generated by the lottery on an annual fiscal year basis. And for the first two full fiscal years of operations of the lottery, uh, that being 2020, 2021, and now into 22, we're, we're going to hit that. We're going to oh, hit yeah. those numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's already and, and been that, achieved. That raises a good point that's worthy of saying. The legislature going back to the creation of the lottery fund and uh, ERBR, as well as the appropriations we received today or this past session, they did a phenomenal job in making sure that all of that money goes directly to projects. Exactly. So, I mean, it's all dedicated to roads and bridges. All, yeah. all of those dollars are. I think, uh, Brad, you could argue that it was because of the inability to get 
uh, fuel tax increase through the legislature is why Governor Phil Bryant saw that as an opportunity to call a special session and uh, and establish a lottery, but have the proceeds go unusually, because we're one of the few states, if not the only state, that actually takes the majority of their lottery proceeds and allocates it to road and bridge infrastructure. Right. Well, it is a core function of government, and uh, we can discuss all day long how we want to fund that, and I think that's a discussion that we need to be having. Uh, because there are certainly some ways are better than others. Yeah. Uh, but it is something that requires to be funding, funded yeah. so that we sure. can provide that service to, to our state. So to those, Brad, who say, uh, well, the DOTD is not running in tip-top shape in terms of efficiency and there's work to be done to really optimize and leverage the assets and the funding, uh, I know you've spent a lot of time on this since you've been uh, in in place as the executive director. What do you say to that? Well, I mean, I think it's like anything else. There's always room for improvement. Sure. And our team are always looking at ways that we can do things better. Uh, we're, I've been meeting just in the last few weeks a lot with the, our partners in the private industry to be sure that our communication is open between one another to find ways to continually be improving the manner in which we do work. Yeah. Uh, but I think the biggest uh, things I would point to to defend MDOT's record is we pass all of our audits. I mean, every time we've had everything from peer investigations to the state auditor to private auditing firms that have been hired to review what yeah. MDOT has done in years past, and MDOT's always passed with uh, flying colors. Yep. The other thing I would point to is that our team does a phenomenal job in making sure that all of the federal dollars that are made available to us are obligated and spent here in Mississippi. And the best way to prove that are there are other states that don't. And at the end of the federal fiscal year, we're able to take advantage by that redistribution of funds that other states were not able to take advantage of that we're able to bring to Mississippi and use. Mm. So our team does a very good job of making sure that we're leveraging every dollar that we can uh, to improve the transportation system uh, of our state. But we were talking at the time we went off about the uh, bonds, mm-hmm. and I want to go back to that. Yeah. We have not uh, taken part in that program for some many years now. In this past session, the legislature took the step to remove the commission's authority to even enter into such an agreement okay. with, with the municipalities in yeah. the future. Yeah. And when that bill was going through, there was some discussion about whether or not it made sense with the surplus money that the state had to pay that debt off so that the money that we use in our budget to service the debt could then go back to construction. Right. And ultimately, because the federal government participates in paying that off, it was decided that there was uh, would not have been the best financial use of those yeah. funds. And yeah. we would just remove the ability to, to add any more debt to that. And uh, and then we would continue scheduling, you know, the payments out, and hopefully in the next twenty years, you know, that'll be paid off. But those those amounts will go down considerably yeah. over the years. But what yeah. the commissioner was talking about was that was seventy million a year right now that could have been put somewhere else had it been paid off. Gotcha. But ultimately, it was determined that uh, that wasn't the best use of the money that the state had available to them. And uh, and I understand that and support that that thought. Yeah. I, I have been to uh, uh, meetings, gatherings where I've seen you speak, and and one of the things you always do a great job of is explaining uh, how the department uh, goes about prioritizing projects and and the system and the methodology that you employ to determine when it's time to to rework or improve or, or however you describe it, renovate 
right. uh, particular roads and bridges. That it's not something that is is subjective. It's actually fairly objective. No, I mean, you have some standards involved. And in it's that. nothing that I can take credit of. They've yeah. been doing this for some time, uh, and it goes back to. Uh, being data-driven in what we do, making sure that the money is being put where the data would show the needs are. Now, yeah. unfortunately, our state has a lot more needs than we have funds. Uh, but I think that the legislature has taken appropriate steps to help us escalate uh, the type of assistance we're trying to get out. But the department has, a, for lack of a better term, a committee or a team that's made up of some of our people as long with the employees of Federal Highway Administration that travel the state to review the pavement and the concrete and the various, you know, do inspections of all of the $46 billion worth of investment the taxpayers sure. have in their transportation uh, system. And then they develop the list that's presented to the commission saying this is where the needs are and this is the order that they need to go in. And if um, there's some type of natural disaster or or some other occurrence that happens that would change that list from one year to the next, you know, it's constantly being amended. As more funds are available, we're able to get further down that list, which I think was the legislature's intent with the yeah. money that they gave, gave us. Uh, so uh, I think the department does a very good job of being able to back up the work we do in the way of rehabilitation with following a data-driven process. So one area of the state's not benefiting over another. Yeah. You know, there's no secret that we've got to push at the federal level and, and certainly within the industry itself, the automobile industry, to transition to EVs. And, of course, a great deal, if not most of our funding, right, uh, certainly from mm-hmm. the state level, comes from fuel taxes. Oh, yeah. So if if uh, we're consuming less fuel and we're driving more EVs, it could affect your funding. Well, and that's the reason that I've always, I guess, been a little weird coming from MDOT and the transportation world in that I don't think that raising the fuel tax is the answer to our problem long term. Mm-hmm. I believe that as vehicles, even those that r- operate off of fuel, are becoming more and more efficient as our uh, the rail industry becomes carrying more uh, goods by rail and, yep. and other modes like that. Uh, the growth of electric vehicles. I mean, we've seen the federal government is pushing very hard to incentivize no that nationwide, as well as moving the federal fleet. Automobile manufacturers moving towards that. I don't believe the fuel tax will be a sustainable source of income for our department long term. So I'm hoping that this summer we can have some legislative hearings to where we start looking at how do we want to fund this core function of government in yeah. a responsible manner that can be a, a dedicated stream of revenue that we can count on. Yeah. I, I just saw yesterday, I believe, that uh, Ford introduced their their uh, Lightning F-150. Right. It's the top-selling vehicle in the country, and they, they sold out of what they intend to make before they ever started making any of them. It's 200000 I think, they sold out. So it, it's certainly not today, but it's coming, and, well, you, and you're aware of it. And you more of that with the uh, – you know, a portion of the infrastructure money we receive from Congress will go to develop these electric vehicle yeah. charging station yep. corridors, which will start on the interstates and some of the four-lane highways to try to develop these corridors and connectivity across the nation. Yeah. And as soon as people can relieve themselves of that um, concern of the battery running out, I yeah. guess you'd say, I yeah. think you're going to see a real uptick in the purchase of yeah, I think you're right. Vehicles. So you and I were talking offline, this uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill, $1.2 trillion that was passed, I think some three, $400 billion dedicated specifically to right. road and bridge infrastructure. Uh, and something I shared on the air last week, Brad, is that the, uh, the Biden administration has uh, reversed course on the Trump administration and reinstated uh, – 
is it NEPA? I think it's what mm-hmm. it's called, the environmental policy, something or another. And anyhow, uh, a very stringent, very onerous um, set of rules that bureaucrats are going to be overseeing that might make getting these projects off the ground really difficult, the bar right. quite high. The, the big concerns that we're watching right now is, one, obviously the inflation that we're experiencing, the rising yep. cost of fuel, the rising cost of materials, the availability of materials and being able to get them trucked into the projects. I mean, we're facing that. Our partners in the private sector are facing it, and it's impacting our yeah. ability to do projects. But also over-regulation is a, is a huge issue. We want, we want to be left alone. We want to be able to deal with our state's uh, needs as our data will back up with, in conjunction with our local Federal Highway Administration and not be told by Washington where we need to put the money. I totally agree. Hopefully we can flip the, the White House and reverse that EO and go back to the Trump era standards uh, because we're still going to be spending this money and working on these projects right. two years from now. Well, it's so, a pendulum that normally swings. Uh, exactly right. Brad White is the executive director of MDOT. We appreciate you coming in, Brad. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. Middays, we'll take a break right here. we got tickets to give away. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear and chilly, low around 47. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 82. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And finally, Friday, mostly sunny, high near 86. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. It's time to reserve the car you deserve at Bob Boy Honda. You probably know that there's distribution issues impacting automakers across the industry. But that won't stop us from getting you the ride of your dreams. Here's how to reserve the new car, truck, or SUV that you want. Step one, come to Bob Boyd and test drive a car, truck, or SUV. Step two, reserve the Honda you want from our huge allocated inventory arriving daily. Step three, when your ride arrives, come down, pick it up, and it's that easy. Come on to Bob Boyd Honda. Let's get you a deal. deal. 
Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company and the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi School for Mathematics and Science in Columbus is the number one high school in the state, according to rankings from U.S. News and World Report. The publication ranks high schools based on things like college readiness, state assessment proficiency and performance, and graduation rates. Lewisburg High in Olive Branch was number two. Petal High School came in third. For a look at the full list, log on to supertalk.fm. The mayor of Boonville is under arrest for allegedly striking a teen. According to the Prentice County Sheriff's Department, Mayor Chris Lindley and the teenage boy got into an altercation over a dirt bike on April 11th. Lindley then proceeded to shove the boy before hitting him in the head three times. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. The longest-running music festival is back and bigger than ever. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, May 7th through the 15th. Family fun and a lineup of entertainment you don't want to miss. Featuring an evening with Frank Foster, Friday, May 13th, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Saturday, May 14th, it's multi-platinum recording artist, the Eli Young Band, on the Meridian City Hall lawn. JimmyRogers.com. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, celebrating the father of country music, May 7th through the 15th. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard, Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Well, the markets are rebounding a bit today, not quite to the level of the losses from yesterday. The Dow got beat up, and the NASDAQ really got hammered. So overnight, Google and Microsoft both announced earnings. Google missed on both top and bottom line. Microsoft beat on both top and bottom line. I got a feeling, had Microsoft not beat, we'd be looking at another big red day. I really do think that is the case. The other thing that's going on, crazy as it is, uh, that influences the market is, I think it's the CDC, if I'm not mistaken, Rhino, that's come out and said, we think 60% of the people in this country have had COVID. And what was surprising was the number of youngsters, way off the chart, most of which, and I don't know how they, how they, uh, what their methodology is for for compiling these statistics and determining uh, this data. But it, uh, I think you've got to believe that most of these kids that got it never knew they had it. Now, how they come up with that, I don't know. But uh, you know what they're again their methodology, but enough that. Dr. Anthony, lock him up forever and throw away the key. Fauci says, I think we're out of the pandemic phase. He said that yesterday. So, crazy as it sounds, that had a positive influence on the market. It's China still that's determined to shut everything down, but things are actually looking a little bit better. And that um, was factored into investors' actions as well. So, anyhow, uh, Dow up 317 at this moment. The NASDAQ, last I checked, was up, uh, what, 150, a couple hundred points? 111 right now, 111. So better than the big old bloodbath yesterday, that's for sure. I think we're just looking at volatility for quite some time. Now, this is an interesting, while we're talking about economics, interesting bit of information. Trucker demand. The demand for transportation of uh, goods, freight, down substantially. I was shocked at that because all we've heard about is the supply chains caused by trucker shortage and, and so forth. But the industry is reporting that demand for transporting goods is downed. And this is a, a fairly strong and widely used indicator uh, to foreshadow future economic activity. And uh, so that is now being considered a, a, um, a strong indicator of a looming recession. It's kind of where we are. But I'm shocked to see that. Trucker, because we've, we've heard so much about the. It doesn't take much for that to flip around in a hurry. Speaking, And it's really not too long ago that there were announcements of trucking companies offering six-figure salaries. Walmart. Walmart. 110K for starting trucker salary and uh, all kinds of signing bonuses. And I got a couple of friends that are in the trucking business locally that have also said. But, you know, things kind of matriculate. Um, and I think that's what we got going on here. So, but nonetheless, economists see that data point as one that uh, bodes.
poorly for future economic activity. You got uh, retailers as well that are providing bad guidance, saying that they're starting to see a slowdown because all that helicopter money's been spent. They're starting to see a slowdown in store traffic. Restaurants reporting the same. They're they're also getting double slammed because of the cost of inputs and ingredients and labor, and they're trying to hold down the cost of of the food they sell because customers get to the point where they say, I just ain't going to pay that anymore, and they don't show up. So, anyhow, it's um, very interesting to behold and to track all this economic uh, information and economic activity. But that one in particular really caught my eye. Uh, Something else is going on now. The Biden administration is hinting that uh, they may uh, be waffling on this Title 42 uh, lift. Title 42, of course, is the uh, Trump-era policy that's used at the border to uh, at least try to make sure people don't come into the country that they might be sick and make others sick, in particular COVID. It's a COVID policy. So Trump, uh, excuse me, President Biden has... uh, been communicating the intent to revoke that um, that Title 42 regulation, that policy, that ex- it's actually an executive order. But it it appears now they're they're getting a little pushback. There was a court order that was issued. Uh, the Western District of Louisiana, uh, Judge Robert Summerhays said he planned to issue a temporary restraining order that would keep the Biden administration from winding it down. Interesting. So it seems like they're kind of changing their heart a little bit of that. But you know what? Maybe it's because another report, the uh, the negative approval ratings of the president. He's underwater by double digits in 33 states. And that includes some of the states that were critical key to his victory in 2020, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia. He's upside down. This is according to morning consult poll. So uh, To put the immigration numbers in perspective, we were talking about anchor babies earlier. Yeah. It's estimated that in the entire United States, there are 300,000 anchor babies. Okay. To put that in perspective, the total number of Attempted border crossings in March, 210,000. Yeah, and it's estimated if Title 42 were to be repealed, 18,000 per day is what they're estimating. Yeah, thank you for that, because that is an interesting uh, juxtaposition there that um, is, is worth noting. So the other thing you may or may not be aware of, folks, is that the Biden administration is a reverse. It's just what is this today to talk about Biden reversing Trump policies? Incandescent light bulbs—they're gone again. You see that? Yeah, he's repealing that. It came out late yesterday. Plans to, or I guess, is in the process of signing off. It's kind of crazy, isn't it, to think about the president can just sign executive orders that e- either allow or prohibit the sale of. I think it's the manufacturer of them, not the sale, but the manufacturer. So everything that's out there gets gets kind of sold through, pulled through, and then no more incandescent. I went and bought some yesterday. 
as a result of that. True story. Just totally crazy. Jeff in Hattiesburg says, I put a lot of gas in my boat on a regular basis. So do many of my friends. Boats don't travel on the highway unless they're on a trailer. So we're paying road tax to travel on water. I hear you. I get you there, Jeff. Mike and Rich, and I've been in the trucking business for 26 years. Trucking companies in Mississippi are not paying six figures unless you jump through a lot of hoops and stay out a few months at a time. We hear you, Mike, and what Rhino and I re- were referring to is uh, what we're seeing on a national scale. Walmart in particular, was it two weeks ago? It was a big nationwide to-do they made of it, starting pay 110 for a truck driver. So, Which, I mean, um, it, it's the same problem you've seen in all facets of society with the big push for, hey, we need people to come to work. you got people that were already showing up to work, they're going, wait. You're not paying me that. Yeah. And they're brand new. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's always a predicament when you're trying to bring in new folks. So uh appreciate uh, Executive Director of MDOT, Brad White, listening. Heard what we were talking about. Heard the comment about the uh, putting fuel in your boat and paying fuel taxes on that but not using the road. So uh, Brad reminds, portions of the fuel tax also go to wildlife fisheries and parks as well as the Department uh, of, um, I'm not sure what Brad's saying here, of uh, resources, maybe natural resources. So they who are paying fuel tax through boats are helping support law, law enforcement. Oh, the law enforcement, I guess, that also is responsible for um, marine resources. Thank you, Brad. He just corrected it. Okay, the Department of Marine Resources. Absolutely. Get it. So those who are paying fuel tax through boats are helping support law enforcement on the water, etc. Th- okay, appreciate that, Brad. Thanks for listening and informing us of that. Uh, in fairness, it was a tongue-in-cheek comment uh, from our listener that sent us a little smiling face emoji uh, with it as well. But it, nonetheless, that is a great point, and I appreciate Brad making that so that folks know that's where your money's going when you are buying gas for your boat. Makes total sense. Appreciate that. In the meantime, we got a break right here with uh, Neil Diamond bumping us out. How about that? When we come back, Earth, Wind, and Fire tickets. Stay with us. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown. Does your car need service? You need Can and Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our parts and service departments are open six days a week. No appointment needed. Learn more at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. When the smoke clears, nobody beats Canada. Nobody. This is Dr. Will Lomflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us today on Middays. Jeff in Hattiesburg, who told us about putting gas in his boat, wanted uh, Brad to know that he appreciates his response. So, Brad, if you're listening, 
uh, wanted to pass that on. He says, got to pay to play, I guess, with the smiley face emoji. Appreciate that, uh, Jeff, and for you being a good sport. But, it, look, it's a legitimate question, and Brad actually said that in his text to me. And he said, you know, I, I wish I would have talked about that when I was there, but no problem. Uh, thank you for, for pointing that out, Jeff. Uh, the whole situation with the EVs is a concern. I mean, that's where the money comes from. So that, um, you know, it all goes back to the core function of government. I'm with Brad in that I think uh, the road and bridge infrastructure is a core function. Thomas and Greenwood says we ought to privatize the whole thing. That's certainly been talked about in certain uh, circles, especially libertarian circles. Okay, let's get busy putting a plan together to do that and see if the people agree with that. You first got to elect. He says that's a job for the legislature. I don't disagree with you there on that, Tom, Thomas. But just remember, you'd have to elect people to the legislature that subscribe to that concept that would want to spend the time and money to do so. All right, Rhino, give them tickets away. Oh, yeah, we got one of the best-selling groups of all time, Earth, Wind, and Fire, coming to the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on May 1st. It's right around the corner. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, or you can swing by the Bancorp South Arena box office to pick up some. But if you need to win some, here's your chance. you got a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire in Tupelo. All you got to do is be the 21st person to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Be the 21st person to text in with the word EARTH, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on May 1st. Appreciate that, Rhino. Paula Meridian says, I bet the government's going to put a mileage tax on for EVs and gas vehicles. They will have to pay both. Already have done that. Um, in a couple of states, I believe, Paul. But remember, as part of that bipartisan infrastructure bill, Rhino, I know you remember us talking about it, um, there is a pilot program. Remember that? In the bill, Pete Buttigieg talked about it, and it is for just that, where you would either self-report mileage, but I think the plan was some sort of some sort of device would be oh, installed. Oh, yeah, a little black box. Yeah, right. In your vehicle that would track your mileage, and then you just send a, a check, essentially, or I, I think your card that would be debited for the mileage. And as you recall, the pilot program was going to include the, I mean, the full scope of the system. I mean, a complete soup to nuts simulation. But the government was going to refund that money, and they were looking for participants in all fifty states is the way the legislation was written. That's the bipartisan infrastructure bill, the $1.2 trillion. And it's for that purpose, specifically, uh, is the way it was uh, structured. So to try to figure out a way to convert to – because there's a federal fuel tax, so the federal government's got a problem as well in that. And, heck, right now, not only do they need the fuel tax to pay for for the federal funding of roads and bridges – but they're given credits, tax credits, if you go buy an EV. So it's kind of a, a double whammy. But that doesn't matter, see, because that you climate change. That you, you see the hypocrisy of that, the double standard. It's no different than this this strong fight they put up to to try to change the salt deduction provisions of the Trump tax cuts. They're all about making the rich pay their fair share, but not those that give me money that live in my states that have a limit on the amount they can deduct of state and local taxes, the so-called. So, oh, that's different. 
They're giving to my campaign. Keep me in power. I mean, it's just off the charts, nutty. We got a winner? We do, just waiting for them to confirm with me. So if I sent you a text that said winner with an exclamation point, hit me back up. <laughs> uh, Larry and Jackson talking about the $110,000 uh, starting pay that Walmart's offering. And there there are a lot of folks that uh, other businesses that are offering so-called sign-on bonuses. You've seen that. Ads oh, yeah. for that. Larry says that's like the fast food place is offering $1,000 to sign-on bonuses paid over several months. Not really a sign-on bonus, but, but Larry, what if they come to work for one day, you pay them a check, and they deposit that and take all the money out, and you got one day of work out of them. So, I mean, I still think that's a pretty good deal. Or I mean, you look at the uh, the model that's being used in a lot of fast food, especially the national chains, it's daily payout. Really? They are assigned a card, and their pay for that day goes on that card within 12 to 24 hours, and they can use it. I don't blame Kind of like getting tips if you're working that's, in the weight and That's just, pretty good. But you in know, the food service, it, for fast food, hey, why not? You know, it pay at that level, that actually is a pretty big deal, where you're getting paid every couple of weeks. It, it causes a problem uh, for folks in managing their household finances. I know you get. I get a lot of complaints. I hear in the public sector get once a month in the state of Mississippi. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but we are out of time here on the program today, and we thank you so much for for joining us. We're going to be back with you again tomorrow. Will Rhino and I. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.